Welcome to Locking Your Success. We are the company that creates strategies to build wealth. This podcast is the audio from the Locking Your Success Options Trading for Income Weekly Update webinar. This webinar reviews real-time hypothetical trades each week while analyzing market conditions with adjustments. Questions are always welcomed, asked, and answered. If you would like to view the charts and graphs referenced in this podcast, please visit our blog at LockingYourSuccess.com for a video replay of the live webinar. Before we get started, we need to go over our disclosures. Locking Your Success LLC is not a broker dealer or financial advisor. This presentation is for educational purposes only. This information is not an offer to buy, sell, or hold securities. You shall be fully responsible for any investment decision you make, and such decisions will be based solely on your evaluation of your financial circumstances, investment objectives, risk tolerance, and liquidity needs. Please visit CBOE.com to find and review the options risk disclaimer prior to placing any trades. Also, please note that these are real-time but hypothetical computer simulated trades and results. The trades are believed to be as accurately presented as possible, however, they are not guaranteed as to accuracy and therefore live results may vary. No representation is being made that any portfolio will or is likely to achieve profits or losses similar to those shown. Whew! Now that that's over, let's get to it. Here is your host, John Locke. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Options Trading for Income weekly weekly webinar for May 9th, 2016. If you're watching this on YouTube, listening via podcast, or some other venue, come on over to our website, LockingYourSuccess.com, L-O-C-K-E, InYourSuccess.com, get your free report, The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Successful Trader, and also uh, join our free community. What I'd like to uh, announce to you guys this week, which is something kind of special that we have, is um, our Premium Plus membership. So a lot of you know we've had that for a little while, where we can attend two live coaching session uh, webinars per month. You can also attend one free live bonus webinar or enriching session or some other special premium plus uh, member benefit webinar. But uh, one of the things that we're going to be starting in June is you'll be able to attend our comprehensive Broken Wing Butterfly Master Track series. And uh, the classes for that are going to begin in June. So just what is a Broken Wing Butterfly Master Track series? Well, it's essentially how to trade profitably with Broken Wing Butterfly profile positions uh, on the NDX, the SPX, and the Russell. We'll be covering all the concepts behind pretty much all the Broken Wing Butterfly profile trades that you've seen. What we're going to do is come in and just cover them all more in depth. We uh, are going to look at the pluses and minuses of each configuration, when to use them, when to avoid them, and we're going to start from the beginning. So this is going to be a series or a track series where anybody who is familiar with complex option spreads can come in. And if you know what a broken wing butterfly is, then we can come forward and start you right there. And we're going to be covering trade entries, uh, close to expiration entries versus far from expiration entries, uh, how your data entry, days to expiration is going to change the trade, how to choose butterfly winglets, uh, broken wing butterfly versus broken wing condor, Entries, uh, entry location relative to at the money, how, how your entry affects adjustment strategies, scaling entries adjust, and, and scaling adjustment strategies, all that kind of stuff. Where then we're going to get into upside adjustment strategies, uh, talk about adapting to different volatility levels, rising markets, falling markets, sideways markets. What are the best particular upside adjustment strategies for those? And then we're going to talk about the Achilles heel 
to most of these strategies that you see, and that's going to be downside adjustment strategies. Uh, many, many traders do not understand how to properly handle down moves, and it gets them into a lot of trouble in an otherwise really nice looking trade. So we're going to talk about how to best uh, do, how, how and when to best adjust to the downside for maximum protection, least whipsaw risk in case the, money, the market kind of flies the other way. And we're also going to talk about how to set risk parameters for your trade. What's the plan capital going to be like for your trade? What can you expect for a profit target in any, any um, particular trade? Setting your max losses. Uh, then we're going to get into trade exits and things like that. So this is going to be extremely comprehensive, going to be a speed. You know, after you do this, my goal for you is to be able to develop your own trading systems behind the Broken Wing Butterfly series. Um, you know, we've already done this with the M3. We have lots and lots of my students who've done M3s and they came out with trades pushing off the M3 concepts. And this is just going to take this, this is going to take this a step further. So obviously this is going to be multiple classes over a several month period. And it's something that's going to be available with Premium Plus people. And it's going to be free with Premium Plus membership starting in June. And uh, so I'm really excited about it and uh, ready to get people going. So this is going to be an awesome, awesome class. So I wanted you to be aware of that. Uh, let's see. Will I be addressing each trade individually? Uh, yes. Yeah, each trade. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the M3, for example, is a broken wing butterfly entry strategy trade. The uh, road trip trade, the rhino trade, the uh, CIB trade, the Kevlar trade, the, even the weirdo trade. They're all broken wing butterfly entries, right? So we're going to take a look at all those entries, and we're going to take a look at each one specifically. We're going to say, tell you the pluses and minuses of each entry. We're going to, uh, you know, when to use them, when's maybe to avoid them. We're going to talk, then from there we're going to say, depending on your entry, what's your adjustment strategy? And that's going to depend a little bit on your goals, but it's also going to depend on market conditions. What's the best adjustment strategy? Is it something that's like the standard M3 risk-off roll-up strategy? Is it something like a road trip trade risk-only, risk-off only strategy? Is it a, uh, a uh, broken wing butterfly into a condor strategy like the uh, CIB trade and the Rhino trades? Uh, and the, in the M3 conversion to rock trade, right? Those are so there are different types of uh, strategies for upside adjustments. And then, of course, we're going to get into the downside. And the downside is where a lot of people run into the problems with the broken wing butterfly strategy in general because they're just not adjusting properly. And most of the education I see out there is not addressing it. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Yeah, skip strike butterfly or broken wing condors, right? A weird or trade is a broken wing condor trade. And M3U, M3ULT, broken wing, con, uh, broken wing condor trade. So this is what we're going to be covering over the coming months. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to start it in June. We're going to continue in July and just, just start from the beginning run right through in the Mass Track series. It's going to be a great, um, a great uh, thing. This is going to be for Premium Plus members only at the time, at this time. Right? So it's going to be free, and it's going to be for Premium Plus members only uh, at this time. We may change things around a little bit later when we talk about uh, marketing and, and uh, we get demand, but at this time, we're going to uh, go ahead and, uh, and do that. So this is going to be good coming up. Other things coming up this week is uh, we're going to be talking about how to boost your 
how to boost your training results through proper back testing, part two, uh, for our enriching session for commute for premium plus members this week. This is going to be uh, the second half. Hopefully, we'll finish it up this week. I should be able to. If not, we might push it into um, maybe another night. But uh, we should be able to finish this up. And uh, utilizing back training to skyrocket performance is going to be the focus on that. So all going to be great there. And of course, we have all our other stuff going on, too. We have the Hawaii event coming up in June, which is just insane. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, too. So let's get into the market update. I just wanted to let you know the announcement of what we have coming up for, uh, for that Brooklyn Butterfly class. So let's look at markets first. And let me see if I can bring Thinkorswim down to where it's going to go. There you are. So last week, we were expecting the market to drop a little bit further. We did come into some really, really short-term support levels. I was thinking the market's probably going to come down a little bit more before uh, before it actually bounces. We came down to a more primary support level. This is the SPX at 2040-ish, right? Uh, and we got a little bit of bounce Friday. No big surprise there. As of right now, I see the market in a uh, has gone as a market that has gone from an extreme bullish uptrend back into a more sideways trend. So when I think about sideways trend, I'm talking about uh, down from, this is our primary support or pivot point area. It's actually a very wide area. Usually we have uh, more clean areas of uh, support and resistance, but this basically anywhere from about uh, 1190 to 2020, we have uh, a support area. So we should get some support in this area here. And we should be seeing a top somewhere around uh, 2120, and I wouldn't be surprised if the market just tries to take a shot at some point to uh, 2140. So I'm expecting us to kind of level out, be a little bit more sideways in the coming weeks here. And um, as far as really short-term market movement, it's kind of up in the air right now. We finally backed off. We finally kind of went sideways. We moved into this... Um, uh, come down to at least a uh, little bit longer-term type of support level. Again, I would expect a short-term bounce. The size of this bounce is going to be very should be very telling on where the market's going to go. Whether it's going to kind of break down into the into the lower half of this, or whether it's going to maybe continue to the upside. So we're kind of in limbo right now, and that's pretty much true on all the indices. <clears throat> if you look at the Dow, we got pretty much the same thing. Right, we came down, not, we didn't even quite make it there, but we came down close to our more primary support level. This chart looks very, very similar to the SPX. We have our lower range, we have our upper range, and we're kind of in the middle of the upper range. So being in the middle of the upper range, we don't really have a good call or handle on very short-term direction here. Um, as far as the Russell goes, the Russell's a little bit off, it's in the low side of its range, right? So we have our upper range here. Actually, we have a middle range, I guess, in here. We have our upper range from here to here, and then we have our lower range from here to here. So as long as we hold this lower range, we are pretty much expecting the same thing in the Russell, staying between maybe 1160 and uh, 1080 for a little while. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, that is what I'm thinking on the market. So short term, longer term, I think we're going to like again push it. We're going to get back into that wide side range range. Shorter term, we're kind of indecisive at this point. Uh, okay. So, question here: Will these be 
recorded uh, with PDFs. Yeah, for the Premium Plus members, it will be recorded with PDFs, yeah. Um, M3LT, haven't heard of that one. M3LT is a long-term uh, M3 trade. So something that sits, in other words, I have a lot of traders who trade the M3 only um, maybe 80 days to expiration to say 30 days to expiration or 80 days to expiration to 50 days to expiration. So those are the longer term M3s. We have an, we have an M3U LT. We have an M3U. Uh, all stuff that we've been doing for years and stuff that we go over in our, um, a lot of times on one-on-one sessions we've been doing for years. So uh, one of the things people don't understand about the M3 is they, they look at it as a 56-day trade and, and you know, a butterfly with a call and that's all there is, but that's not true. Pretty much any variation you see of, uh, of the broken wing butterfly configuration of the popular trades out there were der derived pretty much off the M3 concept. So, um, How many months will it take to cover the uh, topics? I'm not sure. I'm going to start. It's going to depend on, uh, on you know, questions and how much we can get done on each thing. There's a lot of material there, so uh, we're going to do whatever it takes to get that covered. And how much is premium plus membership? Uh, it is $1.99 per month. And a lot of you get a lot of uh, good benefits with that. All right, so moving on here, that's my thoughts on the markets. Let's quickly take a look at our trades here. Not a ton of market movement last week, so uh, the only one trade that got a, a lot of market movement was a lot of uh, movement was the was the rock trade. But uh, let's uh, show you here the May bearish butterfly. This is what we looked like on Monday as of our last meeting. We were um, got a seven point up move this day. We had a position that looked like this, so we're scaled into our triple butterfly. We uh, are now in expiration guidelines. So being in ex expiration guidelines, we start limiting the maximum delta in the trade towards the end of the day. And this is a little bit high. We, we, we limit it to like minus 250. And so we're gonna come in here and bring that delta down. And I do that by selling off five of these 11, 10 butterflies and we come about 250, right? There's no exact number here, but about 250 is, is where we want to be in this trade. And if we take a look at what we did, we're just allowing, we're taking, shaving delta off here in case the market continues higher. The, um, the market did not continue higher. So therefore, on Wednesday, right, this trade was fine for Tuesday. If we come to Wednesday, the market dropped back down again, and we ran positive delta. This, uh, that being the case, we bought back our butterflies at 11.10, and we end up selling off some butterflies at 11.50. So you can see the move here. We came to, now we have 10 11.10 butterflies, and we came to, and we dropped out of uh, five 11.50 butterflies, brought our delta to about 2.40, which is inside the, um, which is inside the uh, delta limits of the trade. And then if we go to Thursday with our continued down move, I had to sell out of three more of these 1150 butterflies. So that's one move. We sold out of three more, finally becoming positive in the trade. And then from there on Friday, 
we had nothing left to do but exit the trade. The bounce on Friday and the increase in value brought us to our 10% uh, reduced profit target number here. And I was intraday. Let me go a little bit earlier in the day here. All right, we had uh, pretty much midday. We were over $5,000 for four or five hours midday. So uh, looking to get out, obviously, as we were saying, 10% uh, profit target. We pulled the trade when it looked like that. So that was the bearish butterfly trade. The actual number on that profit exit number was 55.38. So a little touch over 10% here. Our reports look like so. All right, so this is the whole trade. Not our reports. We want to go to our T-log. Our T-log looks like this here. Just open that up for you guys. This was a very, very challenging trade. We had a really large up move, and we came close to max lossing out at the very peak of the move. Market backed off, went sideways for us, and, uh, and got our money back. So some trades are like that. It's very uh, mentally challenging. If you stuck with it, congratulations. If you did not, then, well, <laughs> I have to try harder next. But that is the May bearish butterfly. So that was that trade. Then we have our May M3. So I'm going to go back to Monday, show you the position there. All right, this is what we looked like as of Monday. There were, I was checking for adjustments. No, there were no adjustments Monday. So this is uh, the position we were in as of last update. We are within our delta limits for inside the tent. We're minus 67. Theta is nice and high. Vegas, nice and, uh, nice and negative. We had, went to Wednesday here. And we did have a move on Wednesday. And this is one thing when we start talking about downside adjustment strategies, right? So we're obviously over our maximum delta limit here for M3 guidelines. One of the adjustments that we have within the M3 program is to roll the whole position back. However, that's not the only adjustment that we have within the M3 program. We also have buying puts. We have doing verticals. We have doing all kinds of things. So, you know, what's the what's the most effective rollback strategy or delta correction strategy here? Well, what I chose to do is I chose to do six or buy six 1120, 1100, 1120, 1100 verticals and two 1120, 1110 verticals. Right. So if I did that. Let's see, minus 2 and minus 6. That corrects my delta. But it also creates this really problematic profile on the T plus 0 line, which, you know, depending on your trade, may or may not be an issue. But for an M3 trade, that's a problem because we don't want a sagging T plus 0 line like that. So to correct that, we just roll these back. Right? Uh, and this is, again, within M3 concept. So now we're running a positive 32 delta. We have a fairly flat T plus zero line, and we've corrected our delta issue, and we haven't had to actually roll the whole butterfly back. So um, let me just clear those trades. This is the resultant position, and that is a nice-looking position there. And let's see here. Moving to Friday, let me see, there were, were there, yeah, okay, there was one other, no, no other adjustments, so let me show you what this looked like on Friday. Currently up 35.25, minus 5 delta, nice theta, nice negative vega. Here is our new position here. 
So this should go quite well. And from there, let's go to our May rock trade. The May rock trade actually was fairly complex in adjustments this uh, this week because we got the reversal, so we're kind of uh, pushed back. So let's show you what happened in the May rock trade. Uh, as of Monday, this is what our positions look like. We have, uh, let me go to the rock trade, that would be nice. So this is what our position looked like as of Monday. If you remember, we had scaled into rock position, then we scaled out of rock position, now we're kind of pushing into reverse rock position on our way to pad position. Uh, sounds complicated, but it's actually not that bad. So this is what we look like there. Tuesday, we got the down move. And we, our delta numbers were too high, so what we ended up doing is buying the rest of our butterflies at 1100 to go into a full reverse rock position. Basically from here, what I'm going to do, if the market continues down, like I said, when I get about 10 points underneath these uh, 1120s, I'm going to sell out these butterflies here, go into cat position. That's, uh, that's standard operating procedure here. We go to Wednesday. That happened. So coming to Wednesday, we are way too positive. Delta, obviously, we're pretty much at the point where we want to scale out of this, these upper butterflies. Um, so what I did is I sold off these 1120s right here. Once we sold those off, I was still too positive Delta. So that, that calls for us to roll back into an M3R position. So I ended up selling these 1100s also. I ended up buying some 1080s. And I end up selling off some of the calls up here, selling off five of these, and then, of course, buying our long call. So if we come in here, you'll see that I have my long call I bought in here at 1040. I have my uh, 11, five 11.60 butterflies left. I have my 1100 and 1120 butterflies are gone, and I'm rolled back to 1080. This gives us a position that looks like this, right? And this is what we call a, uh, an M3R position, very similar to a Rhino trade position, right? So that is, uh, that is where we sit. And the only other adjustment on this was Friday, which is here. Um, and what I did is I did, our delta was getting a little high, so what I did is I did 5, 10, 80, 10, 90 verticals, and we kind of sit in this position right here. Here is our newest position, so nice looking trade. Here is our T-log for that. Looking to get out of this now at 10% because we, we rolled back. So let's go to our Navy Condor. This trade had no adjustments. Sitting right here. Looks perfectly fine. We are negative theta. We'll see what happens with this trade. But um, at some point we're going to pull out or widen these straddles to give us some more room here. But uh, no adjustments on the V Condor. Again, that's had, um, that had a roll-up which is kind of rare because of the market move, but uh, we've just been kind of sitting here since then. 
then quickly I just want to run over our I want to run over our June traits if I can find them. All right, June bearish butterfly. No adjustments on the June bearish butterfly. We're sitting right here, so nice looking trade there. We have our June M3 trade, which got something. Let's see, our June M3 trade had a roll. So if we looked at this trade on Wednesday, we are, we're below our short strikes. So the most uh, common or the most um, conventional M3 strategy to roll it would be just to roll this back. So we'd roll back from uh, 1120, I believe, to 1090 I did. All right, 1120 to 1090, add to 1090, 1100 verticals, end up in a position that looks like so. And that was the only adjustment in our, uh, that was the only adjustment in that position there. Here is the T log. And the last trade we have on is our May, our June V Condor, which has had no adjustments. This is what the V Condor position looks like. And then we will take a look at some questions here, if I have anything. So everything is, uh, all the trades are going quite well. So uh, no, no complaints here. Let me see if I can find my questions again. I apologize, everybody. I'm uh, looking for my questions. Ah, there we go. Okay. Which uh, call strike did I... Uh, which call strike for my June M3? For June M3, I did. I, ended up, uh, I entered in the 1,000 strike. So that's what I have there. Uh, also, um, regarding other trades that are broken wing butterfly configuration and similar to M3 trades, this is not to imply that everybody who has a trade out there, you know, whatever it's called, had training here necessarily. I want to just clear that up. I just had a question. I, you know, are, you, are you saying that people copied you? No. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that people saw those concepts. They went out and they've used broken wing butterfly concepts and they've, they've developed you know, trades to their best benefit. I, I can't say that I have trained personally some of them that have developed some of these trades, but um, some of them not so much. You know, but, uh, but they're all what I'm saying is they're all broken wing butterfly concept trays and they're either and they have certain adjustment strategies and depending on their adjustment strategies they're all um, we can group them we can group them in similar ways right we can group them as um, you know one type of upside adjustment strategy we can group them as you know or a different type of upside adjustment strategy or a different type of upside strategy and that's all we're doing is we're going to take a look at the, the butterflies we're going to look at all those those groups of adjustment strategies and the mechanics for using them whether it be you know the white rhino mechanics the regular rhino mechanics the road trip trade mechanics um, or anything like that and I'm also stating that all those mechanical systems or methods of adjusting are pretty much, they're all covered in either the M3 program itself or in the um, M3 to rock conversion or the APM squared program or some of the other programs we've done all have configurations that are similar to, uh, to one of those trades. So we're very, very familiar with the type of trades, how they react, uh, when to use them, when not to use them, when to avoid them. And we are we're doing that. So just to be clear, we are not at all saying that 
people copied us. That is not not the case. So make sure that, the, that that's out there. Um, but what we are saying is all those strategies are covered or are concepts that are covered within the M3 program. And um, you know, people took whatever. I mean, whether they came up with them themselves, like I did, or if they um, or if they you know took some training from us, the result is that um, that we're going to show you how to um, deal with that. So that's going to be an excellent exam. And again, it's going to be conceptual based. And my goal for this is when you're done, you can take a look at one of those trades. In other words, that you're not. <coughs> You're not saying you're not the type of traders that says, "Oh, this trade looks good. I think I'm going to try and copy it, right?" Or I think I'm going to try and copy someone or follow somebody. What I want you to do, be able to do is say, uh, "It is to know how to trade, know what you're doing, and then say, "Oh, oh, I see somebody came out with this new trade and it's good." You you take a look at the new trade. You say, "Oh, this is what they're doing," and then you can say that, um, oh, okay, I understand what they're doing now. You know, they're, they're doing this risk-off type of side of upside strategy. I know the benefits to that. I know the drawbacks to that. Rather than going in blindly saying, oh, it's a new trade. I think it's going to work all the time. And, um, and, and that's the type of stuff that we want to convey to you and teach you. And, uh, and you can develop your own strategies. I think that's wonderful. There's nothing, um, there's nothing better than you know, all these people coming out with these really nice, effective strategies. Uh, really, really like to see it, and uh, and hopefully it just propels everybody to get better. So that's what we're our goal is is to is just to help everybody and make sure you understand how to trade, then you know what you're doing. Uh, keep yourself out of trouble and make yourself some money. Uh, all right, so thanks everybody, and I think that's all we have for questions. I would like to uh, we'll close it up and we'll talk to you next week.